Hello, Destination Wedding Couples, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. Before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to announce an exciting giveaway. If you don't already know, we have a Destination Wedding Planner available on Amazon and Etsy, and I'd love to give one away to one of my listeners. So, In order to win, just leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Once you've left your review, just email me at breezybridesemail at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at breezybrides. Of course, give me a follow there if you aren't already. (laughs) I will be running this giveaway until the end of December, and I will announce the winner by December 31st. So again, All you have to do is leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast and then email me at breezybridesemail at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram to let me know that you've left your review and you will be entered. All right, now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. You've accomplished a huge wedding to do, getting your invitations sent. About a week or so after you've sent them, you're already anxiously checking your mailbox every day in anticipation of receiving multiple guests RSVPs back only to be a little disappointed. They begin to trickle in over the next couple months, but you're still missing more than you're comfortable with as your wedding date is fast approaching. This is not only frustrating, but it can turn into a concern as you approach your wedding date. The earlier that your guests RSVP, the better chance that your travel agent can get them a good price if they haven't booked yet. And your on-site wedding coordinator also needs to know how many guests to expect so that they can plan your meal, your pricing, and how many rooms to block off. The pressure of this can start to weigh on you when you aren't receiving as many RSVPs back as you assumed you would at this point. So what do you do? We've got six tips for you in this episode to get your wedding guests to RSVP in a timely manner. Let's start with tip number one send, save the dates. So you may be reading this after you've already sent your invitations, but we do want to mention it to the couples out there who haven't yet. Even if you don't anticipate a lot of guests attending your destination wedding, sending save the dates plants the seed in your guests' minds that there is an event coming up. Having your wedding date in the back of their mind will cause them to think a little bit more often about whether or not they're attending even before getting their invitation. And then once they've received your invitation, they should already have a pretty good idea of whether or not they'll be attending, which makes it easier for them to send the RSVP back quickly. So by avoiding the uncertainty of whether or not they'll attend because they weren't thinking about your wedding up until getting the invitation, your guests will already respond in a timely manner because they should already know pretty much if they're coming or not. Tip number two, be specific with instructions and dates to get guests to RSVP. So your RSVP that's included in your invitation should clearly state how and when to respond. Without a clear, easy course of action for your guests, they're more likely to put it off to the side and think about revisiting it later. A couple of phrases to consider would be the following. Kindly respond by February 21st. Please respond with the included RSVP return by February 21st. 
please visit our website at www.jackandjillswedding.com to RSVP no later than February 21st. By the way, if you are planning on sending your save the dates and invitations through email, consider Greenvelope. They're a great company for this service, and I will include their link to the show notes of this episode. Those phrases clearly state at what date your guests should be responding by. The second and third one is even more specific by stating respond with the included RSVP and please visit our website. So they've got a date right off the bat of when they need to be getting it in by and how exactly they're supposed to do it. Which leads us into tip number three, offer multiple ways to RSVP. Not only should you clearly tell your guests when they should RSVP by, but it's a good idea to offer multiple ways to do so as well. Some guests like doing things the traditional way and sending theirs back in the mail, and others want a simple website to go to even right from their phone to make it as convenient and easy as possible. Of course, if you're sending them through email, then they will only have the option of sending their RSVP back through that service, but it still should be really simple for them to do so. So here are a few ways that you can have them RSVP. The mail-in RSVP, if you're sending it through the mail. Your wedding website, if you are sending them through the mail or through email, there should be a link on your wedding website to offer your guests to RSVP through there. And then finally, texting a friend or family member that you've appointed. So although this last one isn't ideal, it's good to have an appointed family member or friend in case it does come to this, which we will get to a little bit later in the episode. How many of these options you want to provide is up to you. Of course, there's only so much space on an RSVP for information and instructions, so potentially only choosing two of these options may be best. But either way, giving your guests multiple ways to get back to you will increase your chances of getting RSVPs back sooner because each guest has their own preferred preference for how they want to respond. All right, and then tip number four, add a fun task to get your guests to RSVP. Guests love to feel involved in your wedding day, so consider offering a way to include them in their RSVP send back. One way of doing this is by leaving space on their RSVP for them to include a song request during your reception. It kind of gets them thinking about how fun it would be to dance alongside you on the night of your wedding to a song that they enjoy. And another way is to ask your guest to include their marriage advice for you and your fiance. Since not everyone will be married that you're sending an invite to, sometimes the responses can be a fun mix of real and sincere advice with some humorous advice trickled in for those that aren't married yet. (laughs) This is also a nice way for guests to feel included in your wedding day, knowing that they won't be able to attend, but they can give a small piece of advice or suggest a song and it kind of makes them feel included. It also eases the burden that they might be feeling by including some kind words along with their decline if they're not attending. Okay, and then moving to tip number five. For your sake, don't make the RSVP date too late in case you need to follow up with them. So if you set your RSVP date to the last possible day that they can return it by, you'll be very stressed thinking about all the guests who you haven't heard back from yet and that you're trying to track down. 
You'll want to choose the RSVP date with the intention that you may need to follow up in case you haven't heard back from multiple people. Choose your RSVP date a few weeks before you absolutely need an answer. That way, if you haven't received a lot back, you'll have plenty of time to reach out, which leads us to tip number six, follow up. We hope that this isn't an action that you will have to take, but in our experience, I've never heard of a bride receiving 100% of their RSVPs back without having to track anyone down. So consider ways in which you'll want to follow up and gently remind your guests instead of having to reach out to them individually. If you sent your save the dates or invitations via email, it'll be easy to send a reminder email that you haven't received their RSVP back yet. This kind of makes them feel less guilty too because they're not hearing from you directly, but they're just kind of getting that, again, another seed planted in their head okay, we really need to send the RSVP back at this point. A gentle nudge may be all that they need to remind themselves that they haven't gotten back to you yet. If you sent them by mail, then there's a few ways that you can follow up. If you're comfortable, you could send out a Facebook announcement that you're still waiting on RSVPs. You can filter posts on Facebook to have only certain Facebook friends see it in case you're worried about people questioning why they haven't received an invitation at all. That way, your guests don't know that you're specifically calling them out and they think you're just announcing something on Facebook for everyone. But it's also a good reminder for them to see on social media, hey, they haven't received my RSVP back. Uh, We really need to do that. And then they go ahead and do that. Another way is to have your mother or future mother-in-law reach out to certain family members that you haven't received So you might feel comfortable doing this yourself, just reaching out to individual family members, but some brides do feel a little bit awkward about it. So if you do want to take the pressure and awkwardness off of you, most of the time your mom or mother-in-law are looking for ways to help you and get more involved in your wedding day. And this might be something you want to offer to them when you send your invitations out. Just give them a heads up if they're willing. Hey, if we haven't heard back from your specific family members that we invited, would you feel comfortable reaching out to them for us um, in case we're needing their RSVP back? Most of the time, they're okay with it. Okay, so that wraps up this episode of six different tips to get your wedding guests to RSVP. I want to wrap up again if you are interested in entering to win our Destination Wedding Planner. All you have to do is leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast and then email me again at breezybridesemail at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram to let me know you've left the review and you'll be entered. The reason why we have you email or message us is because if you leave a review on a podcast, if you don't type out the review and you just leave the rating through the five stars, there's no way of me being able to tell it was you. So That's just an extra step we're going to take to make sure that you are entered. If you are interested in learning or seeing more about our planner, just head to Amazon and search Destination Wedding Planner. We should be on the front page. The author is Breezy Bride, so you should know that's us, as well as Etsy. We do have our own Etsy shop, and the planner is on there with additional pictures. Um, I believe there's now a video on Amazon as well that somebody posted of their planner. So if you're just looking for more information on it, or if you do not win the giveaway and you are interested in buying it, just to give you a heads up where to find it and what to look for. So thank you again for listening, and I hope I've made a small impact in making your destination wedding a breeze.